Hiya! Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 191. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hey! Howdy. So things are pretty weird this week. Uh, this is a news episode, but a truncated one. Hmm. We usually... <laughs> don't act surprised. <laughs> uh, we usually record on Monday, but we're recording on Saturday so we can enjoy the 4th of July with our loved ones. Uh, or that's what Jason's going to be doing anyway. I'll be binging uh, Burger King Mac and Cheetos and watching mm-hmm. TV. So yeah, Not even on either, just a blank screen. Yeah. What am don't I doing actually, with my don't life? Don't actually have cable. Just Right. <laughs> I don't. Stare at the screen. So uh, after the news today, though, we're going to record another episode for you guys, a review of Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, the ultimate edition. Uh, it won't be a really lo- really long review. Uh, we already pretty much did that, uh, so should be about 20, 30 minutes. Um, we just wanted to discuss some of the changes and how we felt about it. Then, then a third thing, a huge thing, we're recording our epic crossover with Suicide Squad cast. We're doing our review of Batman and Robin uh I think it was 120 people voted on this on Twitter mm-hmm. uh, a few months, a couple months ago. Uh, part one will wind up on the Suicide Squad cast. Part two will wind up on this feed. We'll have a link for you on DCOnScreen.com. Don't worry. Sure. Or you should just go over and just subscribe to Suicide Squad cast. Just do that. Wouldn't hurt you though. Um, I am not sure when those are dropping, but they're most likely going to be midweek. So anyway. I'll jump into some news here, and uh, before I get to uh, movie news, we've talked about this before, but um, on a podcast, uh, Wiseman of Young Justice mm-hmm. was talking about how you, how we could get this stuff back, how we can get season three. Yeah. Um, he went into a little more, he's talked about it before, but he went into it a little more detail. He said the big thing was that the budget for the show was paid for by money we received from Mattel in exchange for the toy license. When the toy line for Young Justice failed, the money from Mattel stopped coming in, and there was no money to make the show. It's just that simple. Right. Um, what can we uh, What can we do for the show in a different, or what can we do to pay for the show in a different way? The answer is to demonstrate to Warner Brothers that there are alternative ways to pay for the show. Uh, first is the hashtag uh, Keep Binging YJ, yeah. and that's about Netflix. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Um, every view counts. Um, Let's see. I, we if can... you have Netflix, he says, if you have Netflix already, this is a really inexpensive, inexpensive way to help the show. You can also buy it and binge watch it on iTunes or buy the Blu-rays or the DVDs. But you buy, you have to buy them new because that's how WB is going to see that money. Yeah. Um. So he also said that the other way is to hit it up through DC Comics because you can go to either Comixology or iTunes and buy the Young Justice comic book tie-ins. Mm-hmm. Which I should do anyway. I never did that. Yeah. And if you uh, if you do have Netflix, you absolutely can cheat and still help. I mean, just put that shit on autoplay. Mm-hmm. You're, when you leave for work, click an episode. Yeah. He did say uh, that he didn't have any inside information, but that it seems like they're at least having conversations. The fact that they're even talking at all means that it's working. And uh, Brandon Vietti, uh, one of the other showrunners, uh, or the other showrunner, <laughs> said <laughs> that uh, everyone involved in Young Justice wants to come back. They would love to come back. And that they even have like season three plans laid out. Cool. So just reiterating that. We haven't talked about it on the show in a while. And uh, I know I uh, last week I said that I had not seen Young Justice. That is true. I've seen pieces. But um, I am going to be diving into that pretty soon 
Yeah. So, and that's going to be on Netflix. I'm looking forward uh, to that. I've been wanting to really, really talk about that one for uh, for a while with you. Yeah, well, you know. And uh, I, don't, a, I don't know what they'd have planned for season home. three, but they've, uh, you know, between season one and season two, they just, just changed whatever the hell they felt like changing. Like Most of season yeah. two, episode one was just, oh, oh, this is how things are now. Oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I guess. Oh, okay. So I guess stuff yeah, happened. Yeah. I look forward to seeing it. I uh, I've heard a lot of great things. Yeah, it's really good. And you know what? The only people who gave me, by the way, like last week, I said some, I made some com come on some comments about how people were going to give me shit for uh, not having seen BSG and Dexter mm-hmm. or Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. The only people who gave me shit were people from the Squadcast. It was really just Scott. <laughs> 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 so yeah, hi Scott. Um. So, over to the Lego Batman movie. I'm looking forward to this thing, man. This thing comes out in February two, uh, 2017. Yeah. And uh, uh, Lord Philip... Uh, what are their names? Lord Miller? I, I don't know why I didn't write that down. Their mm-hmm. first names. But Lord Miller. Mm-hmm. The cats who wrote like a, a treatment for The Flash. They directed the last Lego movie. Um, we're talking about director Chris McKay. And they were saying, uh, McKay is a real Batman aficionado and knows really arcane stuff that was only in one issue of the comic in 1972. So it is chock full of stuff for Batman aficionados. It is just a 90-minute Easter egg. That sounds fun. Um, They asked about whether uh, BVS would be included. and (laughs) And he says, there is no favoritism and there are no limits. It heavily honors the comics, so it covers all the way through to BBS. Nice. Yep. Nice. Yeah, that is going to be a lot of fun. I look forward to it. Yeah. Uh, so, listeners of the show know that we are sponsored by Loot Crate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Loot Crate, if you don't know, is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, one-of-kind items, uh, and more. You have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate, and when the cutoff happens, that is it. Make sure to head over to lootcrate.com forward slash giant size team up and enter the code giant size team up to save $3 off of any new subscription. Uh, this month, they are doing the futuristic theme. They've got Rick and Morty stuff, Futurama, Star Trek, Mega Man, Valiant Comics. Uh, includes a model, a figure, it's a T and a pen. It's a good good deal, guys. Mm-hmm. I do need some Loot Crate stuff, I do. Yeah, oh yeah. As uh, I said, it's getting harder to find Futurama stuff, so this is... <laughs> Grab it while you can, guys. It is, and that's a shame. Isn't it? And you know, guys, this is Star Trek's 50th anniversary. You gotta get some kind of Star Trek swag this year. Hmm. The big five zero. Anyway, on to some uh, <laughs> on to some movie news. Uh, Suicide Squad. There is a new international poster, and I think it's like the closest we've gotten to seeing what is going on with Jared Leto's teeth. <laughs> yeah, it's a big Jared Leto in the background, and like the squad standing in front of him. And I, I was thinking about last week. Ayer was saying that even the teeth have a backstory that's uh, canonical with the comics, right? And I, I, I couldn't figure it out. Like I was staring at it, and I was going, "What is this alluding to? What? Maybe this makes me a bad fan, but what?" I don't know. I just it, the whole time I've been hoping it has something to do with the fact that like Batman keeps punching him in the teeth, and right. he obviously needs repair work done. Mm-hmm. 
I that that would be fine with me. I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe it'll Hell. probably. Oh, I, I don't know. I think they'll do something more fun than that. But you think? Oh, probably. I mean, he the, he said every every mark on this guy's body has a uh, it's a piece of his history somehow. So uh, yeah. Um, Maybe his smile was just too damn pretty and he had to dirty it up. Who knows? Right. So there are Superman, uh, sorry, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice Ultimate Edition featurettes that are floating around now. Uh, if you pre-ordered it digitally, you get the, the special features. Um, I have not seen these. Mm. I've not seen all, like, I've seen pieces of the featurettes that have popped up online. Yeah. But, um, and obviously news bits that have come from them, such mm-hmm. as several of the news bits that we have today. Right. But there are new pictures of Jared Leto as the Joker. Uh, one where he's holding a baseball bat. And there's actually video I'll post, too, that's, like, some of these things. It's, like, in motion. Um, he's kind of tapping his shoulder with the baseball bat. Uh, there's one of him opening a briefcase and looking sarcastically surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh one of them looking at a phone on his bed. Uh, one of them talk. He's talking to Monster T at some point. He's got some very Hamill esque uh, expressions, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, but he also looks like he's just totally doing his own thing to some degree. Like I, I just think he's kind of I don't know inched over into some Hamill, but <laughs> yeah, mostly just looks like he's having fun with it, and that's it that's does. the important part. Yeah. It is. Um, I mean, that won't mean you do a good job, but if you don't have fun with it, right. you definitely won't do a good job. Right. Now, Suicide Squad, is, the the cast is apparently going to be on Conan, because um, Conan is going to Comic-Con. Yeah. They're going to be at the Spreckles Theater from July 20th to the 24th, and uh, looks like everybody from Silicon Valley, and I don't know that show, and then also the whole cast of uh, Suicide Squad is going to be on. So... They did a similar thing last year at Comic Con with uh, the the entire BVS cast. So, mm-hmm. love Conan, love uh, love me some Suicide Squad. So that works. Mm-hmm. So there are also a bunch of new pictures of and videos of uh, Wonder Woman from either the Wonder Woman or uh, Batman v Superman uh, filming. Is concept art. There's, there's one of her with a cloak. Lots of with her posing. There's a video of her uh, doing the Linda Carter spin while laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it does sound nice. Um, so there's a there's a bit of a rumor, a lot of speculation. So this is rumor and speculation, but Jared Leto just got back from London. Mm-hmm. That's where they're filming Justice League. Yes, there it is. Wonder I mean, what's happening. I don't care as long as it happens. <laughs> I, so remember when we... I'm so pre-excited we, about his Joker right now that I'm I'm already pushing for him to be in Justice yeah. League somehow. That's sad, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I don't know what Joker's going to yeah. do to help Steppenwolf, but whatever. Yeah. By the way, uh, before we jump over to any other news uh, for Suicide Squad, they are, they've already released a um, behind-the-scenes video for the um, Sucker for Pain video. Yeah, and I wound up listening to like last week. I was talking about how I didn't; it wasn't really my thing. Yeah, um, I kind it kind of is now. <laughs> I kind of listened to it like three more times just to make sure I didn't like it. And I think it's like my I think I dig it now. It's in my head, but I think I dig it a lot more because um, for the worst reasons. It reminds me of like in the '90s when you just have like like I don't know like the hit 'em high Space Jam rap thing like mm-hmm. 
like we're just like five different rappers get together and just like each has a verse and they all yeah. sound a little right. different yeah but for a movie and uh that's kind of what this whole thing feels like like both of these videos i didn't even know they still did videos for movies like this <laughs> but whatever um you felt that all left with kiss from a rose didn't you yeah no my friend <laughs> no Okay. Um, so, do you remember? La- uh, I think it was last week, or maybe it was the week before, when those J.K. Simmons pictures came out, and he was all buff and oh yeah, ridiculous, and yeah. they were like, "He's getting jacked for Justice League." Yeah. Um, well, someone asked him about it, and he said, "This is all coincidental." <laughs> After the second and final time that I got hugely fat in my life. And when I lost that weight six or seven years ago, I pretty much decided that I was going to stay in decent shape for the rest of my life. Yeah. So that he's not even doing this for, for Justice League. He's just doing it because it's him. Right. There you go. Um, that being said, he did have some choice words about how he's going to be playing Gordon. And uh, he says, people of my generation remember Commissioner Gordon as this jolly and effectual Santa Claus type. And I think over the years in the comics, there's definitely much more of a badass side to him. One of the things that's interesting to me is investigating hopefully a little bit more of that badass side. You're living in a universe where it's pretty tough to be a badass compared to somebody like Batman. But in the universe of non-superheroes, I like the idea of Commissioner Gordon as a guy that can take care of himself. A guy that's a real partner to Batman, not just a guy that turns on the bat signal and goes, Help! Help, Batman! (laughs) Yeah, he's got the right idea. Remember a few months ago, he said he had a lot of research to do, essentially. Absolutely. Pretty much. And, you know, we went through, like, hey, what would you have him read and all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, I I hope he actually did get to to do some of the reading. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, if he's gotten that far, he's obviously got some idea about it. Because that's that's one of the cool parts about Gordon uh, done well is, yeah, he's you get the feeling that if he wanted to, if Batman needed him, he could hit the streets with him. Absolutely. I mean, maybe not as fast. (laughs) May not be able to take out as many guys, but he'd hold his own. I don't know. You remember playing uh, Gordon in Arkham Asylum? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was a badass. He did just fine. <laughs> I kind of wanted to play the whole game with Gordon, just like oh, screw Batman. Let's do Gordon. Let's see what right. happens here. I think he's right. Um, like his uh, the the people that age, they remember like Batman sixty six is Gordon, and um, you know at best they remember maybe like Michael Keaton's uh, like the the actual nineteen eighty nine film about uh, Gordon and right. ineffectual, putting it very mildly. Look, 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 Commissioner Gordon. In the 1989 Batman movie, mm-hmm. was kind of a badass. Pat Hingle uh, played Commissioner Gordon. He played Commissioner Gordon in all four of the 90s Batman movies. Um, I... By Batman and Robin, he very much was ineffectual. Like Batman and Batman Forever, he was ineffectual, even to some degree in Batman I, I Returns. See, I watched Forever and uh, Batman. I watched Forever and Robin recently, and I, it, he was he was adult. He was bad. Uh, <laughs> he was <laughs> adult. Yeah, in in the 89 Batman. He was adult, kind of, but he was a badass. Well, at least you had that. I forgot. It's been so long since I've seen eighty mm-hmm. nine. I didn't. I didn't know he had they, a backbone at any point. They treated him more seriously, a lot more seriously. Okay. But Hingle could like do. He could pull the range. So I mean, so far the best anyway. uh, on screen version really is Oldman's. I mean, mm-hmm. but yeah, talking about like the the jolly Santa type, like. <laughs> And how he's like screaming help, help Batman. It always makes me think of the first episode of the Adam West series where like the high diddle riddle where like Gordon <laughs> and O'Hara have like all their lieutenants or whatever in, in their office. Right. And he's like, us the Riddler, do any of you 
have what it takes <laughs> to take down the the Riddler, and they all, including Gordon, like drop, drop their, heads, their heads, and he goes, "Yes." Oh. He goes over to the bat the bat phone. <laughs> yeah, I'm like you sad sack pieces of shit. And then, if I remember correctly, Batman brings Robin over, and Robin proceeds to solve all the riddles for him. Now, yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> It's not, like it cracks me up when they do the Riddler episodes. That it's, a, it's like an ongoing bit for me. It's every time I watch one of them, it, like Robin solves most of them. And I, the yeah. crucial one, Batman will end up getting like the crucial one. That's the plot point, and then Robin gets the rest of them. Yeah, but it was if I remember correctly, it was always played like Robin was getting it for the audience. Batman already knew it. Yeah, he didn't it, like, have to say it, it out loud. What cracks me up He's is like, just always kind of nodding. I don't know if I just started imagining it, but I always had this. Like, there was an undertone somehow. He'd turn around and good job good job old friend or something like that and like i started hearing or imagining this subtext where he's like good job you little dick i would have gotten that yeah i mean i knew it i knew it they also did the little back and forth thing where it was like well this and this means this and as he's like finishing his sentence you see like batman get the idea and go yes and then this and this and this and it's like holy blah 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 batman uh, and, it's and just, then that and that and that. Yes, my old chum. And like, they're, they're oh gosh, always yes. just amaz- <laughs> uh, absolutely amazing stretches of logic, too. I love it. <laughs> he left us yep. a pebble, Batman. Hmm. <laughs> Pebbles are round. So are tires. Someone just retired recently. He has Chief O'Hara, who just retired recently out of car factory. Well, you got it. Dun, 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 dun. Anyway, uh, over to Justice League. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Zack Snyder was uh, talking to Collider, and apparently, last week we were talking about how they haven't had a uh, an actual scene with the entire Justice League. Apparently now they have. Oh, cool. Um, Snyder was saying it was super cool, it was really fun, we did have a big sequence where, we, where they had to make the plan. I won't say what it was. It was pretty fun. Power shot. Ding, 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 ding. Power shot. Um, they asked him if it was going to end on a cliffhanger, like BVS, and he says, you know, hopefully there's some reason to go. The movie doesn't end and you go, okay, well, that's the DC Universe. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we've arrived. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, in one of those BVS special features, uh, Ray Fisher was talking about Cyborg. Uh, and this isn't really news. I just liked it a lot. Um, he just was talking about how excited he is to be playing the part. And he says, more excited than is cool. Hmm. More excited than is cool. That sounds right, though. Uh, yeah. That's going to be, that's on the uh, United the World's Finest featurette. I actually like that he's calling himself out on that a little bit. Like, I, yeah, I, I know I'm supposed to, like, be humble about this and stuff, but oh, mm-hmm. my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's how any of us would feel, buddy. Mm-hmm. Now there was a uh, there was one kind of cool Easter egg that was reported on in the theatrical. I mean, sorry, in the um, extended Ultimate Edition of BVS that I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, this is something I didn't notice, but in the theatrical cut, Lex's prisoner's num- prisoner number was TK four two one, which was a uh, reference to an imp- a, the Imperial stormtrooper who had Han and Luke in custody in Star Wars. <laughs> There's no way I was gonna catch that. Nope. They it was changed for the uh, for the ultimate edition. Really? Okay. Uh, Lex, yeah, Lex's uh, prisoner number is AC twenty three one nine four zero, which is reference to Action Comics twenty three nineteen forty, which is the first appearance of Lex Luthor. Hmm. See, that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. 
And we posted it on the uh, the Facebook page. We have posted all of this stuff on the Facebook page. Um, but there is also, and I didn't want to get into it fully, but there is like a list of every Easter egg. Oh, in There's the a, ultimate an article, or? they yeah, in the ultimate cut, like they someone did uh, like a well, an ultimate cut of Easter eggs, uh, just a whole listing of just all the Easter eggs. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Do they just is does one of the numbers just say John Stewart? I think so. Just says, hey, John Stewart was there, too. Yeah, I think so. So, uh, jumping over to t- t- bleh, to television, yeah, uh, right. Supergirl, um, Andrew Kreisberg was asked about Jeremiah Danvers, and uh, he says, you should question everything. Until you see Jeremiah Danvers walk through the front door, qu- everything can be questioned. <laughs> so, you know. Who knows if Manhunter's little vision that he was alive is still even true, or if he's still Jeremiah Danvers, or if something's invaded his brain, or... Maybe he's in the pod, I don't know. Ah, since, uh... So glad they're going to get a chance to tell us what was in that damn pod. It would have worked okay as an ending, but... Yeah, I mean, since Hank Kinshaw was not, you know, Cyborg Superman, maybe... Maybe this is know, Cyborg Jeremiah Superman? Jeremiah Danvers can be. Oh. Maybe Jeremiah Danvers? That'd be cool. That'd Give be Dean Kane another needs. shot at the, at the cape? That'd be a nice take. <laughs> so speaking of uh hank henshaw david harewood uh on instagram put out by a picture of the uh, script title of the first episode of season two mm-hmm. it is called the adventures of supergirl <laughs> stan classic gotcha all right stan classic over on the flash uh tom felton who was in harry potter i'm told uh yeah yeah <laughs> That Go little ahead, Scott. that little series of Go films. Go ahead. Go ahead, Scott. Tell me I can't listen to you if you haven't seen <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> um, yeah, Tom Felton is joining the Flash. He is CSI Julian Dorn. He is not going to be trusting Barry too much. He's he he kind of figures out that Barry's got some secrets going on apparently. All right. Yeah. I mean, somebody somebody on there's got to figure it out eventually. Yeah. We thought sure. it'd be Wally. I'm like I'm sitting there going, well, Wally kind of figured it out when it happened in front of his face. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, oh wait, wait, you're the flow. Oh, okay. Um, man, I really thought. Uh, let me put it this way: I've seen some flash news coming up. Um, but you know what's sad is I'm I, like I'm not even bothering to play the what if game with the Flash this mm-hmm. summer until mm-hmm. I get back to the actual show and see what they're doing with the uh the you know the paradox like how far they hit how hard do they hit the reset button until then I, I almost don't even want to speculate yeah i, I kind of don't it, they cuz what they did in that season is just such um i mean it was it's fantastic i i, I love what they did but mm-hmm. it is so thorough <laughs> in in its ability to completely rewrite everything that uh yeah man. i'm just going to sit back on I my laurels like- wait i keep like looking back on season two with great affection Mm -hmm. and then you know just like you do when you're when you're eating like a boneless wing and then you find that there is actually like a little piece of bone in it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm just sitting there happily chewing away in my affection and then geomancer (laughs) no 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 oh oh sorry sorry Sorry. uh yeah i just got a little geomancer there yeah Uh, you get a burger at a cheap restaurant and there's a little bit of bone in the chuck and you like lose a piece of tooth on it <laughs> damn you geomancer damn you geomancer that, i'm gonna do that, that every actually, time yeah that every time i'm having <laughs> every time i'm having a good day and just some little thorn pokes me in the side i'm fucking geomancer 
with your overacting. Yeah. I mean, it's like 4.55, you're about to leave work, you've had a great day, you killed it, you knocked it out of the park, and like mm-hmm. five minutes before something happens, ah, got fucking GM answered. Just at the last Damn minute. Damn Commodore Decker. Yeah. You know about Commodore Decker? Like the, he was like, he's, he was a character on um, on Star Trek mm-hmm. on one episode, and um, he actually, did, like the, the actor, I can't remember his name now for the life of me, I used to know all that stuff by heart on over on Star Trek, but... Um, he thought he genuinely thought Star Trek was a kids show, so he just overplayed it way, way more than Shatner ever did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on his episode, it made him look subtle. And like, and, like it was just ridiculous. It's a good episode, and he really does come off as insane. He's been driven insane by this like gigantic ass thing from another galaxy or something that's like just destroying everything, and it, his entire ship was destroyed and everything. His crew was dead. Sure. Um, all that plays so he was just he was just kind of crazy and it plays like that thankfully because he's just overacting like hell yeah and like in later interviews in life he was just like you know i thought it was a kid's show and then like i kind of went back and watched it and was like you know this is actually pretty pretty damn good i mean <laughs> i mean there are parts that are silly because we couldn't do the effects but i i hate my episode <laughs> <laughs> went back and watched it and i fucking ruined that thing <laughs> he's like i made it real bad right <laughs> Um, yeah, um, that's 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 your future, Geomancer. Yep. <laughs> if you have that, if you have any kind of future, anyway, that's I mean, it's I'm it's, sorry, Geomancer. It's sad. It is sad. <laughs> I, I I hate I hate it for uh, I don't know who the actor was, but I I feel like he could he could play I, this dude could get picked up in the next great like Breaking Bad as the lead, and I think I would still just like cringe every time I saw him. Oh yeah, yeah. He's uh, I may have been spoiled on him. Mm. So uh, over on Arrow, Tyler, like, they've got a ton of people coming in on this show. Tyler Ritter, son of John Ritter, mm-hmm. has been has been cast. Um, he's going to be playing Detective Malone, a new cop at Star City Police Department, filling the void left by Captain Lance. Because remember, Captain Lance ran off with Donna. Mm-hmm. you got to keep Donna safe. Keep her safe. Um, he, uh, he left unemployed, <laughs> if I recall. Yeah, probably. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah. It's so hard to be forced to remember things on Arrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Ritter, uh, Tyler Ritter has been on the McCarthy's and NCIS, so he'll be fine. And yeah. uh, let's see, Echo Kellum's role on Arrow has been talked about. Uh, Wendy Miracle is telling, um, what's his name, Osiello from TV Lines Ask Osiello. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say his name is Mark. I should really start writing first names down. <laughs> uh, but she's saying, essentially, if uh, if Felicity is software, then Echo Kellum's Mr. Terrific is hardware. As he evolves into becoming Mr. Terrific in Season 5, one of the things we're really exploring is differentiating them by having Curtis be more like Cisco in The Flash. We want him to be a bit more hands-on, a little more about building physical tech. That makes sense, though. Yeah. And I already thought he was the Cisco of the show. I don't understand. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, he, yeah. I think they've already got that one under wraps. Don't mess with it. But, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Wendy, you've got this. Calm down. Um, <laughs> but I, I really think though the uh, the big the big lead there for me was I didn't know when they were going to do this Mister Terrific thing, and she just she just straight up yeah. told me like we're all right, we're doing this in season five. Since yeah. Mm-hmm. Something else is happening in season five, and people are flipping out about it. I don't think it's going to amount to anything. What's that? Carly Pope is joining the cast of Arrow mm-hmm. as Susan Williams, a journalist from Coast City 
who uh, comes to Star City looking to make a name for herself by targeting Oliver Queen for a big story. Sure. Um, As one does. But Susan Williams in the comics is married to Jim Jordan, the brother of Hal Jordan. Mm Mm-hmm. So people are kind of be like, holy shit, they're bringing Green Arrow. No, 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 Green Lantern over to Green Arrow. No, I don't think so. Not quite. I mean, it's it's possible, but you won't. You probably won't meet Green Lantern. You'll meet like her brother-in-law. You'll meet Jim. <laughs> You'll meet Jim Jordan. Yeah. You'll meet. It's like yeah, you, you might know my mention that he has a brother. Yeah. <laughs> now the question has uh, come about: Will Kevin Smith direct Arrow this year? Which, to be fair, Kevin Smith said he didn't want to direct Arrow. He wanted to write Arrow. Um, but Which he is Stephen Amell, absolutely qualified to do. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Amell, uh, during a Facebook Live uh, session, uh, answered the question about whether Kevin would direct, saying, uh, or what the chances were. He said, I'd say they're good. He's not directing one this year unless things change, which they always can, and they already have. So please try to interpret that the best way you can. <laughs> Someone then asked Stephen, you just "Would you get like to, to the have end of a sentence that didn't make sense and just put out, do what you will." <laughs> yep. Um, good luck um, with that. I'm not yeah. going to sort it out. Next question. In the, in the same session, someone asked, "Would you like to have Nightwing on the show?" Apparently, he paused. They say he stumbled over his words and then said, "You know, I feel like I'm good with Roy Harper. Let's get Roy Harper back." <laughs> All right. So the implication here that the internet. Uh, took from it was that they're going to bring back a Roy Harper Nightwing, right? So No, 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 no. I just think he wants Roy Harper back. Just wants I would Roy rather Harper see back? Roy Harper. I want to see Nightwing and Roy Harper come back. I want to see both of them together and just be like, you know, yeah, we're buddies. This is my buddy Dick. What's up? Comes back as Red Arrow and, hey, look, I brought a friend with me. He's pretty good, too. <laughs> yeah, try him out. Pulls out them criminal sticks. Pulls try out, him out them criminal sticks, man. Take him in that little, uh, that little cage there you got and try to hit him. Good luck. And so, then one uh, quick line about, like, he's been trained by better than you, Oliver. Walliver? Oliver. I mean, did I, if I said <laughs> Walliver, it's well within reason. Uh, it's like talking to a wall. If he ever becomes the, call you Walliver. If he ever becomes, like, the leader of Argus, I'll call him Walliver. <laughs> There's a ship for the ages. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, Stephen Amell has made an announcement on Facebook Live. I don't know if it was the same session or not. I think it was one today, actually. Uh, this is just, <laughs> he may like, just brand new. Really like doing those live Facebook things? I think that's true anyway. He really does. He does them all the time. Yeah. Um, He's a man who really Cody enjoys Rhodes, his fans. Uh, Cody Rhodes is um, going to be on Arrow in a guest spot this year. Um, Cody Rhodes is uh, from WWE. Yeah. Uh, Stardust, I think he used to be or something. That's it. Yeah. So uh, I kept thinking Gold Dust. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Gold one Dust with might the be right. wrestling. Now I'm thinking you're right. I don't know something about dust. No, I think it's Stardust. I'm pretty sure I read Stardust. Let's earlier. say Stardust. Um, which is totally what Bowie would have been if yeah. he'd ever gotten in the ring. But yeah, he's not actually from the. He's not actually. Uh, he actually got released from his contract. He wanted to leave. So WWE he wanted to go into acting. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so their rivalry rivalry's over, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, Amel says, I'm so fired up for this guy. He and I haven't really had much of a chance to talk about it, but we've been friends for a little over a year. Uh, I know that Cody has really wanted to get into the acting business. He went to LA, he read for a part and his deal closed yesterday and the dude is going to be on arrow and I'm so fired up. So yeah. that'll be cool. Yeah. Let so, the speculation phone, begin. Yeah. Movie phone was talking to Katie lots and she said, I think Sarah might get a new girlfriend on legends season two. Um, she said she also hopes that Katrina Law gets to come back 
even though Katrina Law apparently has a new show. But she says she worked it into her deal so she could come and see us. So we might actually get some more Katrina Law on uh, Legends of Tomorrow Season 2. But guess who else we're going to get? We're going to get Albert Einstein. The one and only. A, uh, yeah, TV line says it is a disillusioned and snarky version of the real-life physicist. <laughs> All right. Look for the Legends of Tomorrow crew to cross paths with a circa 1942 Albert Einstein in season two, but they're disillusioned to discover that the legendary scientist is a snarky, brusque skirt chaser. <laughs> he proves to be quite a handful when they attempt to save his life. They did a similar thing on Eureka. Did they? Yeah, similar. Kind of. You go back to that time period and you meet a famous scientist and he's just kind of half of half a jerk and half awesome. Mm-hmm. Definitely in detail. Yeah. That's all the news I have. Oh, really? All right. Yeah. That's all the news I told you was going to be truncated. You did say truncated. I said truncated. You said truncated. <laughs> um, we can't untruncate it by saying truncated over and over again. Yeah, well, we could, but there's just little point to that. Mm-hmm. I'm already bored. Guys, a new a new podcast has started up. Um, our friend Scott Madison, longtime contributor of the show, uh, has started a new show um, called Next Time. Mm-hmm. And he's doing fan theories, just theories about the new show or the shows that are coming up, all the geek properties. Um, is pretty fun. Go check that out. Is you can go to planetrisecreative.com forward slash podcasts uh, to check out his show, or just look up next time. Um, I uh, I said earlier I, that I was hesitant to do, and really with any of the CW first, I'm hesitant to do stuff until I see what Flash has done to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Scott's going to play by the same rules I'm playing by. Scott absolutely doesn't. Like, and he has gone to great lengths uh, during, and I, <laughs> I actually am curious when the new shows start back up, how he's going to play this. Mm-hmm. Because in the past, this entire last year that we've been on, um, as the shows went, like he's sending us, you know, play by plays mm-hmm. for like pretty much every show. Yeah. Um, and reacting to it. Yeah. And about half of that is just conjecture about what the next scene is going to be. Yeah. He really enjoys fan theories. He enjoys getting into that kind of stuff. Uh, we don't do that very much. We don't as much. And I always enjoy I mean, we, I enjoy it, but we don't his. do it as much. Right. Um, and I think part of that for me is um, honestly just um, listening to other podcasts that get it so wrong. <laughs> oh, this is going to happen. Wouldn't it be cool? I'm like, yeah, it's not going mean, to happen. You know, we, it doesn't happen. We take guesses because we can't help it sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I, just, it's fun it to some degree, happens. but I don't but I've, want to sit there. By like the end of TV season, I've, I've had my share of crow, man. Like, I'm, I'm quite full of it. Right. And, you know, I, I wouldn't... Every, I don't every know. now and then we'll get really one. Wanna, but... I don't really want to try to predict what's going to happen. I'm more of the, you know what they should have done. Like, um, <laughs> or you know what they should do, and, you know, maybe that's because I'm a dick. I don't know. No, that is, anyway. that's that's more our style. Is like me and you'll be chatting and uh, and just go, oh, you know, it'd be fun if they did this. And mm. Every now and then they actually do that, and we go, oh, it's great. <laughs> Most of the time they don't, usually, and we either have to go, oh, they're right. better than we are, or oh, I, I, I think I would have liked that. Maya did more. Right, I've act- I've actively had to try to stop myself from doing that at times for certain shows because I'm just like, you know what? They're I know they're not going to do it, and it's just going to bum me the <laughs> hell out. It's just going to bum me out, and I'm going to like the show less, and I don't need to like Arrow less. I mean, whatever show, non non named show. No, we did that with um, uh, Lucifer all season, and that was the only reason we survived. Every now and then, it can come in handy. 
<laughs> yeah, on Lucifer, we just did. You know what would be good? If they did anything. <laughs> right. You know what would be good? <laughs> Any damn thing If it was all. a show. If it was a show. But yeah, Scott is 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 awesome. He's a good guy. Go. Uh, we're going to get him on this show one day. Yeah. It's just a matter of trying to figure that shit out. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, planetrisecreative.com slash podcasts. That's where you go for for Mr. Scott Madison's next time. Um, what else? We have anything else? No. We good? No, we got an ultimate edition coming coming right up. All right. So, uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, you can send feedback to Twitter. We're on Twitter at DC on screen. We're at Facebook DC on screen. We just hit the four K mark on our likes on on the uh, Facebook page. Woo! So that's pretty exciting. If you can also, you know, if you don't want to be public about it, you can contact us at dconscreen at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, dconscreen.com. Um, we are proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network, giantsizeteamup.com. And if you are looking for a, uh, a podcast that goes into all the movie news and all the TV news, go check out our friends uh, Steve West and Jacob Raspberry at Screen Explosion. Uh, I'll put up a link to that to those guys as well as Scott's in, in the... Uh, episode descriptions good people good folks salt of the earth i say until next time guys keep some dc on your screen